Hey, what's going on, friends? This is Michael James, and you are listening to The Michael James Show. Uh, before we get into the podcast, I just want to give you a little bit of a show update. If you are an iOS user, Apple iPhone, MacBook, stuff like that, we are now on Apple Podcasts. We're also on Spotify. And then, of course, you can always listen to Facebook every time I upload a show. So let's do it there. If you use Spotify or you're using uh, Apple Podcasts, if you could go over to there and leave a rating, leave a review, and that just helps out with the numbers, I would greatly appreciate it. Then once again, you can always find find me over on Facebook, The Michael James Show, and then Twitter at TMJS20. Also, I think the way I'm going to format this show from here on out is I'm going to uh, do two shows a week. I'm going to try to upload a show either Monday or Wednesday, and that's going to that's going to be like a topical show. Like I'm going to have a topic. Like for instance, the last show I just did was uh, was on kids and parenting, and all, and that all stemmed from a video I saw, actually a couple of videos I saw of um, well, one was a kid getting beat up on a bus, and then. I don't know, maybe a year or two ago, they had the, the condom challenge and the, uh, the, uh, the Tide Pod challenge on YouTube. So that, so it'd basically be like that. Like I'll see videos or I'll see a news article that'll be on a topic. And that's kind of how I make my shows is I find topics that are interesting and stuff of that nature. And then Friday, uh, Fridays, I'm going to upload a show and it's basically going to be a headline I'm calling it, um, headline Friday. Basically, that show, I'm just going through headlines throughout the week and talk about different stories and just get my opinion on it. Try to add a little humor to it because some of these are hilarious. And if you don't have a sense of humor, well, you should probably find one. I still love you, even though you don't have a sense of humor. So let's jump right into the headlines. And uh, I think I'm going to start with a headline that was kind of a feel good headline before we get into the nitty gritty of what's going on in the world. I figure let's start with, uh, tell me something good headline. And basically the headline is McDonald's customer buys breakfast for strangers, unaware how heartbreaking their meal was. And basically this comes from uh, Fox news and an unidentified customer was doing a pay it forward and uh, he noticed the soldier behind him in line and went ahead and paid for his meal. And then uh, the mom of the soldier was with him and he went ahead and she went ahead and put on Facebook to the person who paid for our breakfast today. I hope this finds you. She wrote on Facebook, you saw my son in uniform in line behind you at the drive through and wanted to thank him for his service. You don't know how much I needed your brand of sunshine today. Well, this would have been an, enough to make any act of kindness worth it. Before Christmas, I was diagnosed with malignant melanoma to my lungs, she wrote. It's always hard returning my son to the army, but today was especially hard not knowing if I'll ever see him again. We just moved to West Bend and we are in love with our new community. There's so much good in the world. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. You never know whenever you do something like that, who you who you are actually helping and what their story is. And it just pays to be kind to everybody. And one act of kindness inherently sparks another. So remember that, be kind, rewind. Some of you don't get that reference, but it's okay. We got another story. This one comes from Fox News as well. This is uh, this is actually an, an inspiring story. And then I find it really cool when people, uh, especially athletes, after the whole Colin Kaepernick deal with the NFL, we have a uh, this one. This story is about another football player 
former football player. And the headline, once again, this one's Fox News as well. Former Arizona Cardinals Jimmy Legree enlists in the Army fulfilling his childhood goal. Dude uh, gave up being playing football to go be in the Army. So that's pretty cool. I like that. I like stories like that. Former Arizona Cardinals defensive back Jimmy Legree started uh, basic combat training at Fort Seal, Oklahoma in December. Enlisting in the Army to pursue a career as a communication specialist. Something he says was always a childhood goal. Now, I do love this story, but let's be honest. Who really has a childhood goal to be a communication specialist? Being a communication specialist is probably the job he chose. The goal was probably just being in the Army. But I just found it funny the way they worded this in the article. That uh, pursue a career as a communication specialist. Basically means he's going to be running fiber optic cables essentially but it's still a cool story kudos to that dude he says the football's a lot like the army a lot of the same expectations your head coaches are your drill sergeants but yeah that's it's awesome he's gonna see if it says where he's gonna end up i think it did say um right now he's at fort seal oh wait, i guess it doesn't say because he's in basic but uh he graduates in february then he's going down to fort Fort Gordon, Georgia, to go to AIT to learn how to lay cable. But, hey, even support jobs are vital to the Army because without support jobs, combat jobs wouldn't be able to go out and kill the bad guys. So, good to see you, man. That, that, uh, I love the stories like that when pro athletes decide they want to serve their country, and that is an awesome story. All right, so now we get into... The semi-fun stuff, I guess, if you want to call it that. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the, uh, the impeachment. And this is uploading on the 10th of January, 2020. If you're listening to this round, then impeachment kind of got lost in the, um, lost in the sauce there for a while because of the airstrikes, uh, killing an Iranian general, which would have been around the second, I believe second or third. That's when those took place. Uh, once those took place, uh, all the Democrats were going crazy because we killed uh, an Iranian general because, you know, and everybody thought we were going into World War Three and a whole bunch of craziness. Actually, first of all, we're not going to go into World War Three. I don't foresee it that happening. I don't actually foresee Iran coming over and taking over the country. Um, they're not that powerful. We are way more powerful. And I know this because we have the ability to strike our enemies without boots on the ground. They do not have that ability. They have rockets, sure, because they, sh- they also just shot down a plane. But we have drones and airstrikes and missiles as well. So, because if they had them, you bet your sweet butt they'd be using them already. So they don't have those. So everybody's freaking out like Iran's just this major superpower and that we just suck as America. And I'm here to tell you we don't. We're one of the only countries in, in the world that since the creation of the com- country, we have never lost a war. Starting from the Revolutionary War all the way up to now. We've never lost. And uh, it would take a lot for someone to actually come over and beat us. 
before anybody decides to use the argument that the revolutionary war, um, how we were the underdogs in that one, we went up against a global superpower and we beat them. And Iran could do the same thing, go up against a global superpower and beat them. Let me remind you that that particular war took place in America and the British came over here which is our territory. Part of the reason why we won, we had home field advantage. We knew the terrain and we fought, some would say we fought dirty. For the time, it probably was considered fighting dirty. But I don't think we will go and invade Iran because I honestly believe that the president actually wants peace. The only reason we did an airstrike was because, well, that particular general killed Americans and he also attacked an embassy. So he actually attacked us first. We didn't go after him. That's another common misconception that everybody forgets about. They attacked an embassy and killed an American during that attack too. And then we went out. So we sent a drone, which doesn't need congressional approval, despite what Congress says as a response. But it, I, I believe it was a response to that uh, attack on the embassy in Iraq. Iraq's getting in it, wanting us to leave and whole bunch of other nonsense president trump is uh threatening sanctions on them because they're trying to kick us out well if they would have protected the embassy like they were probably supposed to do since it was in their country probably wouldn't have had to go and kill salami or something like that i don't know the, the iraq iranian general but anyway back to what i actually was going to talk about which was the um the impeachment which got lost in the sauce there for a while because of that whole thing with the general there's a story in the ap associated press that uh pelosi to soon send the impeachment articles for a senate trial which for some reason she decided she wanted to hold on to these forever and a day because mainly she wants senate republicans or what she says is she wants senate republicans to not rush to an acquittal but wants to have a fair trial even though she rushed to an indictment and didn't give anybody a chance to defend anything. Because let's face it, President Trump wasn't given a chance to defend himself. House Republicans weren't given a chance to say anything. So now she's wanting Republicans to not rush to the acquittal, even though I rushed to uh, an indictment. Kind of a do as I say, not as I do thing. I'm pretty sure that's the uh, the Democrat motto, do as I say, not as I do. She's facing... Uh, pressure from the Republicans, some Democrats for delaying the president's trial in the Senate, which she told the press that she's, she'll be sending it over soon. I always find it, uh, funny part of the story. She said that, uh, the Democrats are proud of upholding the constitution and said she doubted the Senate Republicans will do the same. Okay, first of all, I'm always curious as to why the Democrats invoke the Constitution when it suits them. I guess the Republicans do it too. I don't claim neither. I actually, I just claim conservative. I'm not an independent because an independent to me would be middle of the road. You can go either way. I'm more of a conservative. Uh, I'm, I'm right of center. So I'm sure the Republicans also use the constitution when it suits them, but they don't do it as bad as what the Democrats do. I'm thoroughly convinced that uh, a lot of the Democrats, they either blatantly ignore what the constitution says, or they just don't care. Probably both actually. Either they just don't know what it says, which that could actually be too. But I think if you've been at a job for 30 or 40 years, you should know 
what you're supposed to uphold. I would think you would have at least skimmed through it once 30 or 40 years ago. Yeah, while the House has the power to impeach, this whole impeachment thing, it was basically a political stunt. I'm for, I firmly believe it's just a political stunt. And by them doing this, that's a dangerous precedence. And I say that because now the Republicans, once they get control of the House, because it goes, it goes back and forth all the time. Uh, Democrats won't have control of the House forever. But once the Republicans get gain control of the House and the Democrat and a Democrat gets elected into the White House, what do you think is really going to happen? I mean, they're going to impeach him for nothing. And I'm not going to agree with that impeachment either. Now, if you do something wrong, sure, impeach him. That's what it's there for. It's there to hold the president accountable. But they're using it. I think they're using it as a political stunt to try to defame the president and try to get him, get people to stop supporting him. Because what they impeached him on was pretty flimsy. Now the Republicans will do it. It's kind of like that. I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, it was kind of a big thing. It was the um, nuclear option in the Senate. When uh, Senator uh, Harry Reid was in, was the majority leader, he uh, he started what they called the nuclear option. Basically, it turns any vote, anything requiring two-thirds vote of the Senate, it turns into a majority rules vote. I think there was a limit on how many times you could use it. I'm not 100% sure on that. But the point I was trying to make was he did that, and then the Democrats lost the Senate, and then they, they got all sorts of defensive. Well, Mitch McConnell used it. I think he used it once or maybe once or twice, but he's like, I got that option. Like, and they got all defensive about it and they'll do the same thing with this impeachment. The house control will go back to the Republicans. They'll try to impeach a democratic president and the Democrats will just go haywire saying you can't do it, even though they're doing it right now. So that's a whole new thing. So yeah, that should be fun to see where that goes. Uh, Senator Alley from Missouri, which where I, my home state, he lays down a new law on impeachment, which would give the House 25 days to trans after a vote to transmit the uh, the impeachment papers to the Senate, transmitted over to the Senate so the trial can be held. If they're not transmitted, then according to his resolution, it would then void out. It would either automatically dismiss the charges or it would void it out altogether where it's like it never happened. And Mitch McConnell has shown support for it. I don't think they've had a, a vote on it yet, but I know McConnell will probably bring it to the floor for a vote, which I'm not sure how that one would work if it would need two thirds or just majority rules. But then again, he's got the nuclear option. So there is that. Because while the Republicans have control of the Senate, they don't have enough for two thirds. Let's see, what does this article say? Senator Josh Halley, Republican from Missouri, on Monday introduced a resolution to update Senate rules and dismiss the bogus impeachment against President Trump if House Speaker Nancy Pelosi continues to delay instanting the impeachment articles to the Senate for a trial. The resolution allows the Senate to vote on dismissing articles of impeachment if they are delayed for 25 days or more by the House. So yeah, 25 days, if this passes, 25 days, which is coming up uh, pretty quick if it hasn't already passed, and then they will, um, they'll probably vote to dismiss the whole thing, which I find, you know, there's, there's a lot of different rule changes going on because of this impeachment. 
well, one, just the impeachment altogether, why people, why presidents will get impeached has changed. But also like this resolution came out of it. A bunch of other stuff came out of it. There was a, uh, a representative from Alabama, uh, representative Bradley Byron, Republican from Alabama, uh, will introduce a resolution to censure house speaker, Nancy Pelosi for obstructing the impeachment proceedings against president Donald Trump. Breitbart News has learned exclusively. Speaker Pelosi's decision to hold the articles of impeachment against President Trump is a pathetic and unconstitutional attempt to exact concessions from the Senate or is an unprecedented abuse of power. And it really is. There's two different um, there's two different chambers. You have the Senate and you have the House. The Senate can't go over and tell the House what to do, and the House cannot come over and tell the Senate what to do. All right. It doesn't work that way. She's holding this over their heads. Like she has all the power and she really doesn't have any power, at least not in the Senate, but apparently she thinks she does. So that should be interesting. I hope that passes. I couldn't find the story, but there's another representative that introduced a resolution to expel Nancy Pelosi out of the, uh, out of the house of representatives. About 90% sure that's not going to pass. At least not till, uh, oh, at least not till the Republicans gain control of the house. But by then Pelosi might quit. I don't know. They, they all, a lot of, a lot of them need to go away into right off into the sunset. They've been there far too long. There is a lot of them. There's even a lot of Republicans that have been there far too long. Uh, McConnell, he's been there. He's been there. It's how long McConnell's been there. President Reagan endorsed McConnell when he first ran for office. That's how long McConnell's been sitting in, in Washington. Pelosi, Pelosi's been there probably just as long, if not longer. So, I mean, they've been in office longer than I've been alive. That's crazy. Far, far too long in office. So let's get to some fun stuff, some more fun stuff here. I'm going to look at the polls. Uh, and yes, I know polls are notoriously wrong. Because, I mean, to take a poll, they don't poll the entire country. They only poll from certain places. And uh, so it's hard to get an accurate reading on a poll. Um, I don't think they've ever been as wrong as they were in 2016. But I like uh, I like looking at them. Because I'm curious who's going to actually run for um, the Democratic Party. Because they had a field of like 15 or 20 or something like that. It was a gob. And now they're down to one, two, three, four. Eleven candidates. And there is about six of them need to go. Yang probably needs to go. He's just not drawing up enough support. Klobuchar, Klobuchar, he probably needs to go. He's not pulling worth a crap. Booker, old crazy eyes, he, he probably needs to go. I don't even know why Bloomberg got in the race, tell you the truth. He's not pulling for hardly anything. As of Friday, January 10th, let's see, the Nevada, Biden's leading. Biden's actually leading at plus six in Nevada, plus 21 in South Carolina, and plus two in Wisconsin. Buttigieg is actually winning in New Hampshire, so he actually might get one state. I mean, he could possibly take Iowa, too. Right now, he's at he's tied for Iowa. But yeah, Biden still looks like he, if the polls are correct, which I mean, it's a democratic poll. So they actually might be halfway accurate. 
right now looks like Biden's going to take it. Here's the thing about the, um, the Democratic primary, and we saw this, and you saw this in 2016. 2016, Sanders probably should have won that uh, primary. He actually, he actually won more states. He actually had more regular delegate votes. The only reason Hillary won was because the Democrats use superdelegates, where pretty much the superdelegates, regular delegates are chose by the people, and the superdelegates can just go wherever they want to go. And uh, all of them went to Hillary because more than likely she bought and paid for the election. So, yeah, um, they all went to Hillary, and that's why she won the primary. But according to the polls right now, Biden's winning, but surely they will not run Biden. But then again, do you really? I mean, Sanders, it was funny. In 2016, I was, uh, I was, I was always making the joke that uh, if I had to choose between Hillary and Sanders, I'd always take Sanders. Uh, one, because he's going to screw you over, but, I mean, at the very least, he tells you he's going to screw you over. He tells you what he's going to do to you. So, I mean, at least he's an honest crook, right? But surely they can't run Biden. He's got too many gaffes. He's doesn't know where he is half the time. But then again, if you run Sanders, Sanders, though, Sanders or Biden, I'm not sure they'll make it through. Like, they're just so old. And president's such a stressful job that I don't know they'd make it through the first term. It'd definitely be interesting to see who their vice presidents are. Because the vice presidents are, if either one of them get in it, probably going to have to take over. But I don't know. I mean, it kind of reminds me of, uh, remember the old commercials? The old Viagra commercials? Or Cialis, one of the two. Where they said, consult your doctor to make sure that your heart, that you're healthy enough for sex. We need to start treating the the uh, people running for the office of the president like that. Look, you're gonna run for for the office of president. Go to the doctor. Make sure that you're uh, you're healthy enough to run. Because some of you are so old. Don't know if you're actually gonna. Don't know if you're actually gonna be able to make it through your first term without having a heart attack from all the stress. Because I mean, even if you look at President Trump. His hair got so light. He ain't even finished his first term yet. He's definitely starting to uh, starting to age. His orange skin is uh, starting to turn a little yellow. He's starting to look, his skin's starting to look normal and his hair's turning white. See, I make fun of everybody. I'm an equal opportunist. I make fun of everybody. But yeah, according to the polls right now, it looks like, uh, still looks like Biden's going to get it. Just out of curiosity, all these polls too, I get them off real clear politics. I wonder... Yep, 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 yep. There are. They're still there. We actually have two Republicans running against Trump because apparently they think they beat him. And just so you know, uh, yeah, they uh, Trump wins all of it. He ain't going nowhere. Um, see what. See what the general election polls are looking like. These are the ones that are notoriously un, uh, unreliable. Wow. As of Friday, January 10th, they're polling that President Trump doesn't win, loses to every possible lineup. And that comes from a Fox News poll. If Trump goes up against Biden, he loses by five. 
if he goes up against Sanders by four, goes up against Warren by two, but he even loses to Buttigieg. I find that hard to, oh, never mind. This is brought up. Okay, never mind. This is, uh, sorry. These are done by states. So like Wisconsin, he loses to Biden, Sanders, Warren, and Buttigieg. But then again, he loses to all four of them in Nevada as well. So um, Michigan, he loses to all four of them. And then Georgia, he wins all of them. I don't want it done by the state. Tell me who wins all together. Who get to 270. Wow. They got a link for impeachment polls. I'm curious what that is. Um, plus three for yes. Um, remove plus eight to remove. Those are from two different, uh, two different polling sites. The economist says, uh, that out of everybody they pulled, Yes for removal plus three, and then Politico is uh, yes to remove plus eight is to remove President Trump from office, and then Fox News is yes remove from office. I wonder who they're polling though, because if you poll on either coast, sure you're gonna get more more yeses and they want you to remove because that's all the Democrats live it's on one of the two coasts, the majority of them. Hmm. So yeah, that's all, that's all fun and good right now. They got, uh, looks like, uh, they're pulling for Biden to win. That should be, a, that should be an interesting lineup. The president who was impeached for what the candidate did what the opposing candidate did, I would probably watch that debate. That would be an interesting debate to say the least. I don't think Warren will get it just because I don't think Hillary would allow that to happen. I don't think Hillary would allow Warren to be the first female president. Of course, then again, I was reading an article where they thought that uh, Hillary was going to run for president again, which... Hey, whatever. I I mean, I really don't care. I do and I don't. Um, I guess I care because I really don't want to see her win, but I don't know. So yeah, that uh, that pretty much clears up our t- <laughs> that pretty much in, ends our uh, the first uh, headline Friday. Uh, like I said, every Friday we're gonna just cover headlines and headlines that happen throughout the week. I'm only going to try to do a week's worth. I'm not going to go back any further than that, unless there's a story that goes back further that adds to the story that I'm covering. Uh, and then every Monday or every Monday or Wednesday, I'm going to try to upload a, uh, I'm going to try to upload a topical show, a topical episode, which I'll just cover a topic. And then of course, throughout the week, if something happens that, I feel like I need to talk about, then I'll do it. I'll do a bonus episode for that. Like I said, if, if you could just a reminder, if you could go over to uh, Apple podcasts or wherever, whatever podcast platform you listen on, you could go ahead and rate and review the, the show. That would be greatly appreciated. And, um, yeah, you can find me on Facebook or Twitter Go over there. If you could go over there, give it a like. <laughs> 
and uh, like and share. And um, I'll see y'all next time. Love you. God bless.